0: back.
1: Damn it, I even waited <laughs> to hit restart recording so I didn't have to I a I figured you did, off. that's why I waited God for damn present. it, motherfucker. Alright, so... Did
0: you know... What? Apparently GERD is caused by anxiety.
1: Yeah, because you've told me this three times now. Before I, I'm this. still in
0: shock. I don't feel like I have anxiety.
1: Alright, so he, every time I call Colton, he's like, Bleh. hello, or like... It's
0: real, real rough over here. Yeah, okay. so are
1: you anxious talking to me or something?
0: This is, like, all day. Yeah, it's like, all day. It's not just what I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally hey, constant.
1: Yeah, I couldn't live... I think I've had GERDs, like, once.
0: Oh, no, this is every single day yeah,
1: for me. It sucked. For like I had it for, like, a week. And I was just oh. like, what is going on? I went to I the wish. doctor because I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. and like, you have GERDs. I just and kind I of like, accepted it oh. at this point. <laughs> well... I, yeah. I was able to get past it, so I'm <laughs> then fine. this guy
0: was like, oh, yeah, it's caused by anxiety. I was like, oh, I didn't even know I had anxiety. Well, that's a, that's a surprise to me.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. We are the Dweller Archives. My we name are. is Aiden. Who are you?
0: I am Father Colton.
1: This is Father Colton. And last episode, there was an oopsie poopsie with the recording software, which we are currently still using because we are technically associated with them. Um, but it we, we decided to throw a bone in there, and we got a Patreon episode. to put it at the ass end of it, which still the same thing happened. The mic from my webcam was picked up. But we gave a free Patreon episode, and it was about... Pretty much the pullout method, the history of the pullout method, and also we got our first fucking Patreon we did subscriber Bobby B. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Bobby B. We greatly appreciate you, my dude, and we're gonna be giving you a free T-shirt and uh, like a keychain. I'm 3D printing a keychain. We're just gonna, well, I, can we, we 3D print
0: a keychain with a frog with a giant cock?
1: Why are we? Why? Why would we do that? I've
0: had one. I had a keychain like that. I bought somewhere, and then obviously the cock broke off. And I, I kind of want another one, to be honest. I can I
1: can design one,
0: but can you make it? Yeah. I feel like we should give that away too.
1: All right. Well, I'm with three I really want this keychain. A giant cock. <laughs> it was
0: great. I don't think you understand how happy I was when I found this keychain.
1: I don't think you understand how much I I really don't want to make this, and it
0: broke, and I was very depressed when it broke. I really, I'll I'll make
1: it, but I really don't want to. But I'm, I, you know what? We appreciate you, Bobby B. We have a t-shirt coming your way. We have uh, apparently a giant cock frog keychain, all that fun shit, and I'm excited. Since you're the first Patreon subscriber, you get to decide an episode that we're gonna do. Yeah, I feel like that's a good that's a good trade off. He's the first one ever. Hell yeah! Yeah, and we're gonna put a lot
0: more on Patreon now because after this, we're recording our other Patreon episode.
1: Yeah, Weird History. We have like a new Patreon show called Weird History. This is going to be about the woman that fucks horses. Yeah, it's going to be about the woman that fucks horses. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you, you were like, hey, man, I got an idea for the Weird History. I was like, what? You were like, yeah, dude, she fucks Should we post horses. the pictures
0: on Patreon or just no, Instagram? We, we got to be Ooh, careful with what we, we post. got put it on the Instagram.
1: No, we don't need to put it on the... We don't need to get banned on You can't be shit. taken
0: down for a chair.
1: <laughs> what, all right, send me the picture on Discord, and then I'll I'm going to send you the
0: pictures time. while we record it.
1: Okay. All right. Sounds good. But today, <laughs> we are covering the dltov I I know I'm butchering this name. I'm mean, going to be butchering a lot of names because all this is in Russian. And it, this is something that I've always thought was very fucking interesting um, and batshit insane. And I'm keeping a lot of the theories to myself. And Colton, I don't think you've ever heard of this, the DLTOF pass. I think we talked about it. I yeah, I, I, I called and it, talked to you a little bit about it, but that's about it it is fucking insane but there's also a very shitty movie you guys can go watch on Tubi called Devil's Pass and it's about a is about this but like modern version where it's lost footage and they go and they try to recreate the footsteps so you already know it's going to end bad and it kind of explains why everything happened it's a really shitty B movie but it's so shitty it's kind of good
0: you know what other movie that's like that? That's also based off of a true story. What? The Leprechaun. All
1: right, guys. Well, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and hop yeah. into the archives here, and you know what? We we gotta do the pre. We gotta do. I mean, we gotta do the ad. All right.
0: Yeah, we're gonna listen to a very thirsty me.
1: Yeah, listen to that, and then we're gonna I'm get excited. to the Altop Pass. So he just sent me the most fucked up meme, and he's posting it to the Dweller Archives story. Hell yeah, I am. God, we're gonna get banned. We're gonna. Get, I mean, I know we're gonna get canceled one day. It's bound to happen. I mean, probably at some point. To
0: be honest, like we just gotta accept that at this point. Yeah, we point.
1: do. So, are you ready to dive into the archives for today's episode? You think you can I'm handle it? Ready. Uh, this is a uh, this this is an unexplained episode. It's one of mm. our unexplained ones. And it kind of dives into supernatural and alien. So it kind of goes with both of ours, both of our little belief systems, all right? So that's another reason why I picked it. And uh, if you've never heard of the D'Altov Pass, in January 1959, a 23-year-old hiker named Igor Alashkivich D'Altov, I already told you guys I'm going to butcher the fuck out of these names, led a journey to reach the peak of Orton... Or Autoritan, a mountain in the northern Urals of Soviet Russia. The young man brought a team of eight experienced hikers, mainly from the Ural Polytechnical Institute, along with him for the adventure. Before he left, Dialtov had told his sports club that he and his team would send them a telegram as soon as they returned. But the telegram was never sent, and none of the hikers of the so called Dialtov Pass incident were ever seen alive again. Some spooky shit, bro. Now, before we Maybe get into they just it, they went camping. They did just go camping. Do you know what happened?
0: What? You know what happened? They went to get milk.
1: They did go and get milk. And they never Malk. came back. They went to get milk. Like most people's fathers. Yeah, they did. Didn't come back. <laughs> so, we'll be posting the sources for this episode in the Discord. We're right, mainly yeah. using several articles on this one. It is a, it's a hefty episode. Also, we got some shit from Wikipedia. Mainly the names of the people that are in the expedition. It's on Wikipedia. It was in the book, but I would have to like go type out the names, things like that. I just That was way too fucking much. So right now I got a list of the names and the age of which they died. Okay. Oh. So we have Igor Dyaltov. or well, Igor Aleskivyadchev Dyaltov. He died at the age of 23. Yuri Nyalkevich Dordeshevnikov. I'm not going to get these <laughs> names right. <laughs> yeah. Died at the age of 21. He was a dude. We have Ludmilia Agzellantrondvonta. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she died you at the age of You realize you could just
0: not say their names and say we're just going to post them. To no, them this there's some good names right. in
1: here. Grigori <laughs> but like once you can say? At the <laughs> age of twenty three. impediment. Yeah, well I'm trying. <laughs> Alexander Sigorgovich Kilvolfovtov. <laughs> died at the age of twenty-four. Zenadia Alexvanvenyad Karl died at the age of twenty-two. <laughs> they all died around the same time because they all none of them came back, except for one dude actually. But we'll get into that in a few minutes. Wustin Vladimirovich Slavo on the 23, died at 23. These guys, like the oldest ones coming up. Nikola Vladimirovich Th- Thibodeau, Brigam Brig- Brig- Nolis, died at the age of 23. And Seaman, <laughs> that's why I wanted to say these names, buddy. Seaman Alexevich Zolarvatov. Died at the age of 38. He was some old seaman. And now, Yori yoden Yori he actually left the expedition on the 28th of January due to an illness. He died April 2013 at the age of 75. He's pretty much the only dude that kind of made it out of this. Oh. So, we get the list out of the way. We now know the names of these travelers. So, let's go ahead and get, let's dive the fuck in. All right. This is All right, some serious shit. There is a lot of theories about what happened. And there's some shitty movies made. If you're ready to watch, like I did, watch two movies. Both were awful, but I do recommend the Devil's Pass one because I want to see at what point you guys guessed what was happening. All right. So we know they went out January 1959 with a 23 year old hiker named Igor Dialtov. And then this is why it's named after her. Drifter is named after him because he's <laughs> one that led, and he's the one that tried to get him through the pass. So it's the Dialtov Pass incident. They were never seen again. Okay. Oh. When their bodies were found in the coming weeks, their strange and gruesome injuries left investigators baffled and repulsed. Some were missing eyes. Another oh. was missing her tongue, and many were struck by force comparable to that of a speeding car, but no one could make sense of it. The Soviet government closed the uh, Dialtov Pass quickly and offered only thin explanations, saying the hikers died due to hypothermia because they were inexperienced, which is bullshit. These are all very, very experienced hikers, and that maybe something like an avalanche was at fault. But with that explanation clearing up almost none of the lingering questions, amateur sleuths, just like myself, have been puzzling over the mystery of the Dialtov Pass. Incident for the last 60 years. And while the Russian government did reopen the case in 2019, we still don't know exactly what happened on that snowy mountainside all those years ago. Based on what we recovered from cameras and diaries discovered at the site of the hikers' deaths. Investigators were able to piece together that on February 1st, the team began their way through the then unnamed pass leading to Otruton. This was Dialtov's way through. It was unnamed, and that's why they named it after him, by the way.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Never would have guessed. Yeah. You said you popped your neck?
1: Yeah. Did you not hear it?
0: Oh, oh. oh it feels so good. Yes, it no does. I Jesus do Christ is orgasm. Oh.
1: As they pushed through the hostile climate towards the base of the mountain, They were hit with snowstorms that ripped through the narrow pass. Decreasing visibility caused the team to lose their sense of direction. And instead of moving toward Orcherton, they accidentally deviated west and found themselves on the slope of a nearby mountain. This mountain is known as Kiyot meaning dead mountain, in the language of the indigenous Mansi people of the region. Which dead mountain, for them, means bad mountain. This is a very bad mountain.
0: Well, that is bad. Yeah, like, and so have you ever been in a blizzard?
1: Yeah, I've been in a blizzard.
0: Have you? It's yeah. fucking awful. It's <laughs> awful,
1: dude. It's really it's I was in one in like north like northern New York near Canada. Nice. And it was uh it was really bad and we just drank a beer called Dragon's Milk. Oh. While we stayed inside during the blizzard. That's and uh nice. that shit is disgusting. And we uh we stayed outside in the blizzard. It was fucking awful. Yeah, I was. I was inside. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, like I was outside for a second. And I was like, wow, I was fucking cold, and then I went right back it's, inside I and I drank whiskey and now dragon's now. milk. That was the worst hangover I had in my entire life. Yep. Okay, so, but if you guys don't know, <laughs> the indigenous Monzi people are kind of like, I mean, obviously indigenous. They're Native Americans. Well, they're like Native Americans. They're not Native Americans. They're like Native Americans. Uh, they're kind of going through the same situation over there like they are here. So we are going to show respects and call them the Monzi people, not Indians or anything like that. They're the Monzi. To avoid losing the altitude that the Dialtov group had gained, or perhaps simply because the team wanted to practice camping on the mountain slope before their ascent to Orterton, Dialtov called for camp to be made there which is stupid as fuck in my opinion. If me and you are going up a mountain and a blizzard is like hitting and you're like, let's just stay right here. I'll be like, fuck that. <laughs> like, I'm not going, I'm finding something better, but no, <laughs> they made camp right there to practice camping in a blizzard. It was at this solitary mountainside that all nine hikers of the Yaltov pass incident, wouldn't be their demise when february 20th rolled around and there was still no communication from the hikers a search party was mounted the volunteer rescue force that trekked through the Dalton pass found the campsite but no hikers so military police and investigators were sent in to determine what had happened to the team when they arrived on the mountain the investigators weren't hopeful yeah. I fucking wouldn't be. It's been a, it's been some fucking time. <laughs> Though the group was made up of experienced hikers. See, earlier, I want to say this. The group was made up of experienced hikers. This is in the book. They all have experience doing this. But the Russian government said they are very inexperienced. Take note of that.
0: I'm taking notes.
1: All right. The route they had chosen was remarkably difficult and accidents on these tricky mountain trails were a real danger. With hikers having been missing for so long, investigators expected to find an open and shut case of a horrific accident of treacherous... Wait. Accident on the treacherous ground. They were kind of right on that one. They found... Uh, they found some fucking bodies. Oh. Yet the state in which these bodies were found only raised more questions. Starting on February 26th, the discoveries of the bodies open up to the true mystery of the D'Altov Pass incident that continues to this day. People, this is kind of like Oak Island. People have dedicated their life on trying to figure out what in the flying fuck really happened these days, like like in in this incident, because it is such a mystery. When investigators arrived at the campsite, the first thing they noticed was the tent had been cut open in a way that soon proved to be the front that soon proved to be from the inside and that was nearly destroyed. So that means they had to cut them way they like their way out from the back instead of going through the front. Does that make sense? Wait, say that again? They had to cut their way out of the tent through the back instead of going through the front. That makes sense.
0: No, it doesn't. Like something, there's not something in the way. They just randomly did that.
1: Yeah, why? And oh, mean, yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> most of their belongings, including what several if there pairs was crocodiles shoes, in front of it? Yeah, well, they're in the they're fucking mountains. It's Maybe like, what if someone was trying to get
0: into the tent? Snow crocodiles. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> what if it's the leprechaun? Get back into the episode.
1: <laughs> the team. Most of the team's belongings, including several pairs of shoes, have been left at the camp. So they dipped the fuck out. Oh. They then discovered eight or nine sets of footprints from the team, many of them clearly made by people with either nothing, socks, or a single shoe on their feet. Like, they had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, in a blizzard, barefoot, barely anything on, no shoes, socks, and like maybe one... You know, one shoe, a sock, and you're hanging dick running. I think I'd rather die. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to die in the tent like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. These tracks led to the edge of nearby woods almost a mile away from camp. A mile away from camp. Fuck that, man. I'm just going to die in the tent. Like, no. At the forest edge, under a large cedar... The investigators found the remains of a small fire in the first two bodies. Yori Kovachivichichinko, age 23, and Yori Giko, age 21. It was the Yoris, I like to call them the Yoris. Oh. You know, found in twos. Despite the temperature of negative 13 to negative 22 Fahrenheit on the night of their deaths, both men's bodies were found shoeless and wearing only underwear. Oh. They then found the next 3 bodies, those of Dialtov, Zenadia Kalmogrova and Rustem Slobodong, Slobodin so, I know I'm being disrespectful on these fucking names. They died a tragic way, but they weren't American. And by that, I mean I don't know how to pronounce their name. <laughs> doesn't make it any better.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they were... But what? Just know, I'm saying it like this and laughing because, you know, they're not American.
1: <laughs> okay, look, what I, what I mean by that is, like, Dave Brown. Easy name. The Kolumbagrova, and Rusum Sloobdubdin very hard (laughs) this is coming from me that speaks three languages (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck who died on the way back to the camp from the cedar tree while the circumstances were odd investigators found that the cause of death found that the causes of death were clear all the hikers they said had perished from hypothermia their bodies showed no indication of severe external damage beyond what had been inflicted (laughs) by the cold However, this didn't explain why Dorshkinikabu was brown-purple in complexion or why he had gray foam coming from his right cheek and gray liquid coming from his mouth. Furthermore, this didn't explain why the hands of the two hikers under the cedar were scraped away and the branches above them were torn down as if the two men had tried desperately to seek shelter from something or someone in that tree. Meanwhile, Slobodin had head injuries consistent with someone falling and hitting their head over and over again, and Carla McGrova had a baton-shaped bruise on her side, like someone hit her with a blunt object. These two hikers, as well as others found by this point, were also generally underdressed and wearing some of each other's clothes, only supporting the idea that they'd fled and suddenly, and without cause, jumped out into the freezing night Despite being experienced hikers, once again, keyword there, experienced hikers. Oh, yeah, keyword fucking experienced hikers. It wasn't until the other four bodies were found two months later that the mystery deepened even more. Oh, dun dun Ow, deep, dun pretty deep. Oh. The remaining hikers were discovered buried under the snow in a ravine 75 meters deeper into the woods than the cedar known as the Altov Pass Den, and their bodies told even more gruesome stories than those of the other members of the group. Nikolai Thibodeau Bernigibides, age 23, suffered significant skull damage in the moments before his death with Lidumia dublumnia and semen I'm just mm-hmm. going to say semen. And semen like it. had major chest fractures that had only been caused by an immense force comparable to that of a car crash. And the most gruesome part of the D'Altov Bass incident, Dubinian Beninia was missing her tongue, eyes, part of her lips, as well as facial tissue and fragment of her skull bone. Something fucked her shit up. They also found the body of Alexander Kulatov in the same location, but without the same kind of severe. Like, he had wounds, but they weren't as severe. It's kind of like how he, he just kind of died of, like, hypothermia compared to everybody else. He, he, wasn't, he died the easiest. Like, I mean, not the easiest. He just <laughs> died pretty much. He was just cold. Everybody else died horribly. The second group of bodies suggested the hikers had died at distinctly different times because they appeared to have been making use of the clothes of the people who died before them. So, he... I think... It doesn't really say. I think he died first. He died first? Yeah, I think he died first. Because he he, he was just cold.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So, but, like, think about it. The girl died... Right, she was missing her tongue, eyes, part of her lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of her skull bone. They so took their time. They, I mean,
0: they had so to take some kind of. Time I have to a do theory that.
1: on that one, just a little bit, yeah. but I'll get into it a little bit later. But okay. I don't think she was first. She, well, there's another theory that I personally have. I, she could have been first. Now
0: you're you're all over the place. No, but like,
1: I don't think she was first, but she could have been first.
0: Well, I mean, any of them could have been first. Someone had rooting mood on
1: Alexander to die first, man. Because he he had hardly any of the severe wounds. I think he was like, just cold. And he's like, what if he was the
0: last and they were like, all right, we're tired?
1: (laughs) He just laid down. I was like, yeah, right. I mean, he could have been (laughs) last. Fuck it, let's keep going further. But as I was reading this shit, I was just like, Alexander probably just like, nope. And just died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did like I did. I'm not running.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I think he's just like, nah. Nah, fam. I ain't doing that shit. Fuck it. Dubinia's foot was wrapped in a piece of Kravonsky wool pants, and Zola Travois was found in Dubina's faux fur coat and hat, suggesting he had taken them from her after she died, just she had taken clothes from Kriversky Krivers, Krivers, earlier. Yeah, these names, by the way. It's, I'm going to call them Kriff. Kriv. Kriv. Works for me. Zold. <laughs> Dub. You know, we're just going to say the first bit of their name. <laughs> Perhaps most mysteries of all was the clothes of Kolf and Dob showed evidence of being radioactive. Oh. Now, there, there are, like, radioactive material. In Russia, we know this. It's in the mountains. It's everywhere. Uh, well, it's not everywhere, but it's in the fucking mountains. So it, close enough. It, it could have been naturally radioactive, but they were they were radioactive. You know what I'm saying? Like they they could have been fucking glowing by the end of the day. Due to the evidence like this, even with more bodies found, the mystery of the Dyaltof Pass incident only grew more baffling. The Soviet government closed the case quickly and gave only vague vague causes of death and speculated that the hikers' own incompetence may have caused their demise or that of a natural disaster was the culprit. Early on, many Soviets also suspected that the hikers' deaths were the result of an ambush by the local Manzi tribemen. Well local Monzi tribesmen. A sudden attack would account for the way that the hikers fled their tents, their disarray, and the damage done to the group of the bodies. But that explanation fizzled quickly. The Monzi people were largely peaceful, and the evidence of the Daltav didn't much support violent human conflict. For one, the damage done to the hikers' bodies exceeded the blunt force trauma of what one human could do to another. There is absolutely no way that a monzi tribesman could have like fucked someone up so severe to these people because it's not humanly possible They have to be an extremely large strong and possibly hairy individual that we'll talk about later
0: why is it got to be hairy you'll see there was Maybe also a at- shave
1: i'm trying to point out a yeti you dipshit
0: <laughs> you motherfucker <laughs> You ever thought that maybe a Yeti wants to shave? Maybe there's like a Why? clean shaven, a yeti ripped shave? Yeti out there somewhere. Maybe he wants to go to the shave? beach. Maybe
1: he's going to the beach next week. There's no beach. <clears throat> Not in Russia. <laughs> maybe no, he's there's on no a beach flight. you would want to go to. But there's might want to go shut the, shut the fuck up and let me get back into the episode. <laughs> right? I did this research. for <laughs> this, was, this is something I've been dying to talk about. <laughs> For a while now. So we're now at the place where I could talk about bigger subjects. So let me fucking talk about this goddamn subject. I'm letting you talk. There was also no evidence of any footprints on the mountain beyond those of the hikers themselves. Oh. Yeah. Investigators, Wait, so
0: yetis don't leave footprints?
1: No, they don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I have my opinion. <laughs> yetis fizzle out, all right? They're like one with nature. Um, no, but I have my opinion, and you're going to have your opinion. I already know which end you're going to go, and I know which end I'm going to go.
0: The leprechaun.
1: God damn it. No, fuck it. Pay attention. <laughs> Investigators then conceived of a swift, violent avalanche. Oh. They believe an avalanche caused all this, by the way, which is bullshit. The sound of that snow bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. An avalanche
0: can't, can't take out your fucking tongue.
1: Exactly, dude. Exactly. It will just bury you. So, the sound of snow collapsing and early warning would have frightened the hikers out of their tents in a state of you know, frenzy, none of them dressed, and sent them sprinting off to the treeline. An avalanche would have been powerful enough to inflict the injuries that killed the second group of hikers. But, the physical evidence of an avalanche just wasn't there, and locals that are familiar with that terrain later said such natural disasters simply would not have made sense at the Dialtov Pass. There's also the fact that when investigators found the bodies, they noted no evidence that an avalanche had occurred at any time recently in that fucking region. There was no damage to the tree line and searchers observed no debris. Moreover, no avalanches have been recorded at that site before and nor have been there any since. Also the trees. I want to point this out. I actually learned about this one in the last podcast on the left. They, they cover this incident, and I kind of went and backed it up myself because I didn't know if Henry was just saying shit to say shit. Um, the the way the trees are, right? If they're if they're standing up and they got hit by an avalanche, one the the pictures they took, like the the Dalton Pass, we'll get into the footage they they had, um, but the pictures they took, the tree line was at a certain point, right? When the bodies were found, the tree line and the snow line were the exact same. Now, if there was an avalanche, it would have pushed the trees down and angled them a little bit, and more snow would have been on top of that. That wasn't there. That wasn't there at all. Also, furthermore, also, would the experienced hikers have made camp in a spot that was vulnerable to an avalanche? If you're an experienced hiker and you've conquered terrains like this, would you go, no, right here's good, where you can be fucked over by an avalanche? Say that again. Okay, so if you're an experienced hiker and you've gone in areas like this before, like many of them have, because they're Russian and they do batshit crazy shit all the time, um, would you set up base camp in an area where you know an avalanche? Yeah, they're not stupid.
0: Especially, like I'm guessing they would know the. They would have at least done their research on the area.
1: Yeah, and so if they, they didn't already know it, they would definitely not have like made camp there. The avalanche hypothesis of most of the theories put forward in the early days of the mystery, so, like, it was, like, one of the first OG theories, and it's the only that really made sense to, like, normal-thinking folk. It offered a quick, plausible solution to some aspects of the puzzle, but utterly failed to account for others. Literally 75% of shit that's going on does not match an avalanche, but for the government to go, eh, it's an avalanche, people were like, dope, and they just went on with their fucking lives. With official theories leaving lots unexplained, many alternative explanations for this incident have been put forward in the six decades since. While many of these are highly elaborate, some are concrete and straightforward. Some try to explain the hiker's strange behavior and lack of clothing was an in-depth look at the effects of hypothermia. Oh. Irrational thinking and behavior is common an early sign of hypothermia, and as a victim approaches death, they have it's called paradoxically, like your body thinks it's overheating, so they remove their clothes, like you're, you you kind of lose your mind and you're like, oh no, I'm I'm heating up, and so they get naked, causing yeah. them wait the I'll trauma what.
0: I was agreeing. Yes, I've heard of this.
1: Okay, you've heard of that? Dope. Picture. I have. The trauma to the second group of bodies in this version of events is caused by a stumbling plunge over the edge of the ravine, which I disagree with. That girl lost her eyes, her tongue, bit of, and it's of her skull that doesn't really match, you know, hypothermia. Your eyes don't pop out. You don't lose your tongue. You know, that that doesn't match. Yeah. Yet hypothermia doesn't explain why the hikers left their warm tents in a panic for the frigid world outside in the first place. Other investigators began to test the theory that the deaths were the result of some argument among the group. I don't know what kind of argument that could have really pushed this forward. Some say romantic encounter, there's history of like dating between several of the members. Like some, of the girls were shacking the dudes, and then that girl left that guy, and then that guy started shacking this. It was a whole fucking thing, <laughs> which it could explain some lack of clothing. Uh, there is an orgy theory, <laughs> but there's only one orgy theory, and it was like one dude talk. But maybe they were all just fucking, and that was on Reddit. <laughs> that was really. You an think they were thing. all fucking the yeti? They oh, could have been all fucking the yeti, yeti erotica. I went on uh, like there there's a Dialtoff pass um reddit and there's one guy's theory was and this is just some like once again this is just some dude there's nothing to back this up but he thinks they're all just like fucking <laughs> and that's why like shit got bad cuz like something happened and they're all just like mid dick and then they all just like ran away <laughs> yeah but people who knew this group said they were largely harmonious whatever like they're that wasn't them they weren't out in the snow and tents just shagging each other to add to that the hikers would not have been more able to inflict the damage onto each other just like the monzi they would not have been able to do any of that shit the force involved in some of the deaths was once again greater than what a normal human can inflict with humans effectively ruled out as culprits beyond the Dialtoff pass incident Though there were theories that the KGB, or murderous prison escapees, were at fault. Some claim that the hikers were killed by a mink, a kind of a Russian Yeti, to the account of the immense force and power necessary to cause the injuries to the three of the hikers. Now we're getting to the supernatural spooky spooky. I'm ready. So, we have the Yeti theory. We have the avalanche theory. We have... The orgy fucking romantic theory. We have the Monty theory. Those are three. But the Yeti theory is popular among those who focus on the damage of uh, Duba's face. Dublima's face. While most explain her missing tissue by posting a visit from a small scavengers or perhaps decay result from a partial submersion of water under a snow stream, Mink is a lot more sinister predator. Um, Which I do want to do an episode on a a mink. M-E-N-K. I didn't do a lot of research on them after going through this. Because I want to do like a whole... I didn't want to like mink and then just like read a little bit. I want to dive hardcore into the Russian lore of a mink, mink, whatever. And we'll put out an episode dedicated strictly to them. Uh, Apparently they're batshit insane. They're sinister. They will fuck you up, rip you apart. They Hulk smash like Hulk did with Loki. They're hardcore. They're intense. But other sleuths point to reports of small amounts of radiation detected on some of the bodies, leading to the wild theories that the hikers have been killed by some sort of secret radioactive weapon after stumbling to a secret government testing. Because remember, this area of Russia, no one really goes through. The Monzis say, hey, that's Dead Mountain. That's fuck that shit mountain. So, this would be a good area for the Russian government to be testing some sort of new weapon. Those who favor this idea stress the strange appearance of the bodies at the funeral. The corpses had a slightly orange, withered cast. Because of the radiation, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I see had, what you saying. Yeah, but had that radiation... You think,
0: we could, uh, you think we could convince them to change the name to just... Fuck that shit pass.
1: <laughs> I would like to. Hey, where's that fuck that shit pass?
0: <laughs> I want to buy. Uh, yeah, if I I'm ever actually, become like a millionaire, I'm going to try to buy a pass just so I can name it. Then.
1: I, I kind of want to like make a method called the fat method. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to follow the uh, FAT method. What's that? Fuck all that. <laughs> I like it. But had the radiation been the cause of death, more in the modest levels would have been registered when the bodies were examined. The corpse's orange hue isn't surprising, given the frigid conditions in which they sat for weeks. They were partially mummified in the cold. The secret weapon explanation is popular because it's partially supported by the testimony of another hiking group, one camping around 50 kilometers from the Deoltov Pass, on that same night. This other group spoke of strange orbs floating in the sky around Kiyotisiki. They compared this to distant explosions. They thought it could have been maybe something exploding in the air, twirling around, or something along those lines. The hypothesis goes that the sound of the weapon drove the hikers from their tents in panic, like something shot past them and scared them until they got out and ran. Half-closed, the first group died of hypothermia while attempting to take shelter from the blast by waiting near the tree line. The second group having the first group freeze determined to go back for their belongings but fell victim to hypothermia too, while the third group got caught in a fresh blast further into the forest and died from the injuries. Liv Ivanov, the chief investigator of the D'Altov Pass incident, said, I suspected at the time and almost sure Now that these bright flying spheres had direct connections to the group's death. When was he... When he was interviewed by a small Kazakh newspaper in 1990. Censorship and the secrecy in the USSR forced him to abandon this line of inquiry. The government shut him the fuck up. Oh. Yeah. That's rude. So another group of hikers saw flying orange orbs over where this was happening then the chief investigator goes i think those flying spheres had a connection to the group's death then the government shut them the fuck up other explanations include drug testing that caused violent behavior in the hikers and an unusual weather event known as infrasound caused by particular wind patterns that can lead to panic attacks in humans because of a low frequency sound waves create a kind of earthquake inside the body. So this theory says they're taking drugs, a wind, like a, a, a fast wind hit them, and they freaked the fuck out, Oh, which is stupid. In the end... the well, yeah, because what
0: happened to them, that still doesn't make yeah, sense.
1: it doesn't explain why people are missing their tongues, eyes, blunt force trauma. Like, you know, having a bad trip doesn't make your fucking eyes pop. I mean, that would be fucking insane. It'd make your <laughs> eyes pop out of your school. In the end, the hikers' deaths were officially attributed to a compelling natural force, and the case was closed. But recently, in 2019, Russian officials reopened the case of investigation. This time, however, officials said they can only consider three theories, an avalanche, a snow slab, or a hurricane. And the case is once again closed, only to a vague conclusion that no criminal activity was afoot. Investigators said in July 2020 that the hikers died of hypothermia after an avalanche of similar force pushed them out of their tent into the cold. Still, the mystery remains unofficially solved. The mountainside in the question of the Yalta Pass is, In honor of the lost expedition, any monument to the nine hikers was erected in the McLaughlin cemetery in (laughs) Yekenderburg. There lay the only people who ever know the full truth of what happened that night in the Deltov Pass. Now, I'm going to go ahead and explain. And this is another theory I didn't add to the script because I can just say it. <laughs> I didn't even I have can't to fucking the script read. Anyways, you, what you can't?
0: I can't see this. I can't get into the Gmail. Oh
1: yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you got locked out. So I think it's some goddamn aliens. <gasps> I think they stumbled upon some fucking aliens, man. Ooh. Think about it. We got orange lights in the fucking sky. They and plus, avalanche makes no fucking sense. Like at all. Like why the fuck? Wouldn't I mean, it like, doesn't
0: really make sense either. Yeah,
1: I think they were attacked by aliens, and it freaked them the fuck out, and that explains why one would have to cut out their tent. Like, something's trying to get in. He cut that shit out, and he legged it. Everyone scattered and dipped out. They, the Yuris went one way, uh, the second group went, like, south, and the other group that was on the base side went, I think, west? Like, they just, like, legged it? And they I all th- just
0: dipped in yeah. different directions, and I
1: think <laughs> the aliens in question. All right, and may this may be a Yeti, or it it definitely wasn't no fucking avalanche. All
0: right, no, it, it was no it was
1: no goddamn avalanche. But I think the Yetis went after the ones to the west that led it to the west, because the both other ones, and they they actually found their diaries and some cameras. It just, everything just stopped immediately. And the ones to the west seemed like they got blasted. I mean, the ones to the south seemed like they got blasted into the tree line, right? Oh, Something nice. hit them. Like a, a weapon did hit them. And they got injuries. Like the baton shaped um, hit to the side, it could have been getting blasted into the tree. The other one, the broken foot and everything, like it launched them into the tree line. And then the destroy West. Humans. Yeah, like literally, you've seen that gun. We've played the game. You,
0: you just like levitate them, then you can throw the yeah, fuck you out of them. Y-
1: yeah, you yaw, eat them into the fucking woods. <laughs> and the same thing that happened to the West, but they got blasted away from the tree line. So explains their injuries, right? And then they kind of got stuck, unable to get back. So they did die of hypothermia, but they were also fucked up. The ones in the South died of head injury. All sorts of shit. And the ones that are in the east side of the other one, they were trying to climb up the tree and to get away. So they're climbing a tree trying to get away from something. Either something was on the ground or they were trying to get out of sight. So I think they were attacked by aliens or something of that nature. Cause I'm 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 hoping, you know, <laughs> this is the case. Or the oh. government was testing an unofficial weapon. But I do, th- I just, it, it, aliens make more sense. Now, it matches the radiation as well. Think about it, like, a radioactive weapon, or maybe the radioactive pulse of a ship of some kind could have got low and put radioactive shit in the fucking air and got them, you know? Ooh. Or, like, especially with the blast, it definitely shot them out. They got hit with those radioactive particles, Skin was orange, and the guy had a like gray foam coming from his mouth. The and then also with an intense amount of pressure, internal tense amount of pressure, your eyes can pop out of your body. This is true, but not your tongue. That's so this thought, is what your I, tongue has to
0: be pulled out. Like, yeah, your tongue can't just has to be pulled out. Come out on its own.
1: So this is my theory on what happened to her. She may. Have been hit by something and probably wasn't the first to die. I don't think, she, I really don't think she's the first to die. I think they dragged her or something like that because she was still running at some point. But she got, I think she got fucked up. And when she died, yeah, they just ate her. I mean, like, I would, I would eat you.
0: But, like, was her tongue the only thing missing, plus her eyes?
1: It was some, like, in her brain it seemed to be bashed in. And so that's another thing that I can't explain. One guy had head injuries that seemed like it was bashed in multiple times.
0: That wouldn't make sense for a Yeti, though.
1: Yeah, so the the mink also makes sense to me. But I'm, yeah. I'm rooting and tooting for aliens. So the second theory to me was the mink. Because... If it is a Yeti-like creature, an abominable snowman, it'll know how to maneuver around, you know, like that area. Like, it knows how to cover its tracks. The people on the east side climbing a tree trying to get away from this shit scared the fuck out of them. It makes sense on why the guy had to cut himself out of a tent because a goddamn Yeti's trying to get into the front. This is true. Then the one it threw and yeah yeeted the dudes in the back You know, and they they got fucked up into the tree line and went after the ones in the West, bashed that one dude, his head in, ripped the girl's eyes out, ripped her tongue out, and the other dudes managed to kind of get away and died of hypothermia.
0: Oh, nice. See, did they, uh, you think they tried to give it a Snickers?
1: I don't don't think, I I don't know. I, you know, maybe we should ask.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That could have fixed the
1: problem. So what do you, what do you think? What do you think was the cause of all this?
0: I'm going with the Yeti. You well, that's think the only Yeti? thing that makes sense. I mean, there's still parts that don't make sense, but the oh, there's one still that makes so many things most, that aren't
1: explained. But it, I know for a It's got to be the Yeti. Yeah, the I, Yeti. I think aliens. Um, but I uh, I don't know. I'm, well, I'm going. I'm oh, going yet Yeti to on this one. The orange lights, and it was confirmed there was orange floating lights in that area, and the government silenced that theory. Well,
0: they would silence it either way. Whether it's a Yeti or the fucking aliens, they're going to oh. silence it.
1: They, they made sure that no one thought aliens. They're like, if you think aliens you are going to jail, Hey, no fucking aliens out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's aliens, is there? Nope. No, sir, there no, is of not. Of course there's not. And so, but there uh, the one thing I did bring up earlier, there was another person that was attached to the D'Altov Pass, but he got sick, so they told him to get fucked, and he left. He left early. And he was the oh, only survivor. So imagine having the sniffles, and they're like, dude, you're going to like, oh, hold shit. us back. The
0: sniffles saved me.
1: <laughs> you're going to hold us back, man. And he's like, you're right. These fucking sniffles. And, and then <laughs> he's like, he got who's back. holding
0: who back now? <laughs> and then he
1: reads it the papers, like, ooh, got <laughs> bullet. <laughs> so yeah, that's the DLTOF pass. I think aliens, but yet he does make sense. But I can tell you for sure, it was not a fucking avalanche. Yeah, we're no the way it was an avalanche. Well. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the other pass, guys. That's just nice. dope. that not get, yeah, Watch Devil's Pass, by the way. You have to watch it too. Where's it at? Where it's on uh, Tubi. It's on Tubi. I it's like to get that, it's free. Though. Tubi's free.
0: I'm still gonna have to get it.
1: No, you don't even have to make an account.
0: You just go on the web and watch it.
1: Yeah, Tubi's like I think it's. I, I don't know. They made a fucking Super Bowl commercial and it freaked everybody out. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, yeah so.
0: Everybody thought their TV was fucking up. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that's them. That's what they did. So, definitely check out Devil's Pass on Tubi. It's a horrible movie, but, you know, it's whatever. It also makes me want to do a shot of vodka. Because <laughs> every Russian is like, oh, vodka. It's <laughs> like, so, this it kind of
0: I don't know why Russians love fucking vodka's gross. Look, Actually, I don't mind I'm it. not a fan of vodka. I'd rather mind. vodka over tequila, but like no, I'm more of like a whiskey, rum or bourbon kind I of guy. I a good whiskey. No, nah, vodka's fucking gross, man. I
1: love it. So, we are going to be recording our uh, weird history episode coming up. Any do we have any announcements? Oh, we have a second sponsor coming, but we're gonna we keep do that one on the we're DL. We don't
0: announce it yet.
1: Yeah, we're not ready to announce that we have a second sponsor coming. But that that's the episode, guys. And yeah. So
0: if you want to hear about Weird History, come on over to our Patreon, where we'll be posting that one.
1: Yeah, and we have a firm stream schedule coming out very soon. On top of that, join the Discord. We have more people join the Discord every day. Yes, come, come. We're having a blast in there. You get updated when things go live immediately. That's the the stream. When the stream goes live And when we post a podcast episode. And also, if you join the Patreon, you get an an exclusive title on the Discord. And you get notified before everybody. Before everybody. And And you can see
0: these pictures if they don't get posted to Instagram.
1: And you get ad-free listening on Patreon. Okay. Look at that. Look at that! I'm, that's about to be a thing because now I gotta make sure I edit that. But it, <laughs> I have to now edit the ad out of everything. But you guys get ad free listening on Patreon, and you can get started with a simple three dollars a month. It goes. Oh look yeah, at that! Yeah, our tiers are three, five, ten, and I think a thousand for funsies. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I said like buy me KFC. <laughs> if you give us
0: a thousand, Aiden will personally jerk you off.
1: No, no, I won't. So thank you, yes, guys. Yes, he will. Don't nope. listen to him. No. Nope. All right. That's He'll the end of the guys. And I appreciate <laughs> you guys listening and, you know, letting us bless your ear holes today. I'm Aiden.
0: I'm Father Colton.
1: And check us out on social media at Twitter archives. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.